We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back to another episode of No Other Pod. I'm Jimmy, as always, with my good buddy Dan. Dan, what is happening, my friend? Well, howdy, howdy, partner. Feeling good. Feeling good, man. Fresh off a KC current playoff berth clinched, if you could say that. Um, Yeah, life is good, dude. What's what's going on? You just had a little trip you went on. You're back. You're back in town. I am. I was gone in uh, the middle of nowhere nevada basically where nevada california and oregon meet that's about where i was doing a little stargazing yeah. staying out on a uh an airbnb and a cattle ranch an hour uh, from civilization so wow just helping people farm and uh no no <laughs> gambling everyone thinks nevada hey i'm gonna go gamble but no. you weren't gambling it's harder to gamble in nevada than it is in kansas at this point because you can't even do mobile gambling in nevada for sports betting really? until you go to a casino in person and register first oh you can just download FanDuel or DraftKings in kansas and just start you know losing your money left and right have you done anything with those since it's been legal well you're in missouri yes. i downloaded basically all of the different ones and i got all of their launch deals because they are giving away free bets like nobody's business totally and so i got all the free bets i've been using those and uh and and really haven't ventured into using my own money because I don't really want to lose my own money. But, you know, <laughs> made a little bit off some of those free bets here and there. So it's been fun. Used Very one cool. of them on uh, on KU football this past weekend. You did. So, there you go. Look at that, man. KU football. I'm real, real big fan. And so is everyone else now. I, I want to be like you guys packing the stadium. Where were you when we were terrible <laughs> and you could buy tickets for $6? Okay. Right. <laughs> You know, when my I my stepbrother was in the marching band and the football team was so bad, I had to tell people, I'm here for the band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you, if you weren't there in the worst of times, you can't be here for the best of times. Absolutely. If you weren't there supporting the saxophonist and the freaking marching band, <laughs> then you don't know you don't know what it means to be a KU football fan, okay? Uh, they, they got a quarterback now. They got a coach now. But I hear that coach might be uh, sort of on the want list for a couple other teams that need a coach now, so maybe so let's uh let's just keep riding the wave man because things are things are fun big game this week iowa state yeah coming to town that could be a good time and the uh 
Apparently it's uh, apparently it's wedding season too, man. You get any uh, wedding invites? Because I have to go to a wedding this weekend. Oh, I think I'm too old now for I'm past the wedding circuit. Oh, it feels see? like see we have young friends. We're trying to stay yeah. youthful, yeah. and uh, we get invites, and it's like, oh boy, how, is this gonna eat up a big old chunk of our day? How how, how long are we talk? <laughs> no, I did the wedding circuit soon after college. You know, a lot of people got married pretty soon after that, and uh, yeah, haven't. I think I've maybe been to one or two since then. The last one I went to was my cousin's wedding in 2019, so it's been a few years. But that's, uh, yeah, I don't know. Hey, weddings can be fun, depending. Yeah, de depending. <laughs> uh, might, you know, might just have to be a drinker again. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah, that, that does help. I've been to yeah. one dry wedding, and that was, it was a dry wedding that did not have enough food. So that was well, fun. Dry wedding means you get dry dancing. And that's just, you know, Nobody white people that. out there like, all right. Hey. <laughs> Nobody wants that. So, well, uh, before we get, well, there's no game to talk about this week. We're going to talk about what's uh, what's coming up on uh, it's Sunday against the Seattle Sounders here in just a bit. Maybe talk a little Casey Current. Maybe talk a little U.S. men's national team and uh, answer your questions. Uh, but first, if you have not yet left us a five-star rating and review, please go ahead and do so. We would appreciate it. Uh, you can leave a rating on Spotify or a uh, rating and review on Apple Podcasts. We'll go ahead and read it out loud if you do. So we appreciate that. Uh, no new reviews this week, but thank you to everybody who has left one. And uh, yeah, let's jump in. It might be might not be a full hour or anything this week, but that's okay. Uh, Sporting Kansas City did not play a game. We got a game coming up on Sunday against the Seattle Sounders. Now, just because we didn't play a game doesn't mean there wasn't a little bit of Sporting Kansas City news. Uh, there, there was some in terms of, you know, the, the 2022 team award winners. They had their pitch black gala. And I think, you know, none of the awards were surprising, I would say, really. Uh, MVP Johnny Russell, that probably makes sense. Offensive player of the year, Daniel Shallowy. I think he won that just because Willie Agata wasn't here a month longer than he was. <laughs> um, newcomers of the year were the co-award winners, Willie Agata and Eric Tommy. I think that's not at all surprising. Obviously. Goal of the year, Roger Espinoza for his uh, chip from basically midfield makes sense. Um, defensive player of the year was Andre Ufantas and... I guess that just might be because somebody had to win the award. I mean, who else are you going to pick? <laughs> who, who else is your candidate for that? I, don't I mean, know. he's the he's the center back who played the most minutes probably, right? Right. I don't think EC could get it. I don't think either Zussi or Pierre or Ben Sweat or Ndenbe played enough, respectively, any of them to get it. So it's kind of a process of elimination. You get Andre Ufantas. Exactly. So, and that's all right. You know, fun hey. stuff. Um, those awards are always pretty neat. I know I had the opportunity to go to those one year and uh, it was cool. It was fine. You know, booze, food, the whole nine yards. Yeah, it's it, it seems like it's a good time. Get to see the players a little bit more relaxed, you know, dressed up and everything. So uh, pretty cool. Congrats to all the award winners. Uh, Johnny and Kyrie were both named uh, the Neil and uh gene patterson humanitarians of the year so that's cool uh is it gene genie i think it might be genie is it genie j-e-a-n-n-e two n's in there so, i think it's genie i don't know skc2 oh gosh i always butcher his name is it jahan jahan yeah 
<laughs> Jahan Rad. Uh, so, you know, it's, uh, you know, congratulations, like we said, to everybody there uh, who won awards. Now, I don't actually think the Pitch Black Awards were the biggest news that came out over the break. Uh, oh, okay. Did, did you see, and, you know, Blue Testament covered this a little bit, but did you see the rumors coming out of Mexico revolving around none other than Mr. Alan Polito? I did. I did see this. And uh, also, I think this is just what Mexican media does, right? Don't they like to throw these wrenches <laughs> up there just to mess with us? It's possible. So but what for those of you who are not aware, uh, Fernando uh, Cavallos from Fox Sports Mexico uh, tweeted in Spanish. Now, my Spanish is not great. There's a rough Google translation here. Uh, a rumor about Alan Polito wanting to return to Chivas. Um now Polito is under contract with Sporting Kansas City through the end of next year and he didn't play at all this year obviously being injured with his knee surgery but the rough Google translation says Alan Polito's wish is to return to Chivas where he was the champion of Liga MX uh the uh CONCACAF champions uh and he won the golden boot uh one year after the end of his contract he is not yet renewed so sporting kc would have to negotiate it because the next season he could get out free so basically what he's saying is alan Plato wants to go back uh if sporting kc doesn't transfer him now he'll get away on a free transfer after next year now i don't know interesting how much stock to put in this or not because we've heard rumors about players coming and going there were Rumors out of Argentina two, three years ago saying Nicolas Ladera wanted to go back to Boca Juniors and yeah. he's still with the Seattle Sounders. True. So. I, I don't know where this comes from. And really all it takes is like a friend to say like, yeah, Alan was telling me how much he loved his time here. Boom. He's coming back. Like, <laughs> it could you know be what an I mean? agent with an ulterior yeah. motive. It could True. be somebody from the club. It also could be Alan being like, yeah, you know what? One day I probably want to go back and end my career with Chivas. Sure. Who knows? I, I'm so, like, seems a little weird because we're, uh, you know, working on your rehab here, buddy. Like, uh, don't you, don't you leave us? Yeah. Now Matt Doyle, he talks about SKC should look at the buyout for Alan Polito, which I think is nonsense. I don't think that is going to happen. I think Peter has every intention of coming back with a stronger than ever Alan Polito. Peter has said. Yeah that Allen really hasn't been 100% basically since his first year with the club, and he got injured early on with the Mexican national team. So yep. there were rumors. Do you remember a few years ago, there were rumors that Johnny Russell was going to leave Sporting KC and go back to Scotland because something was said in an interview about him one day wanting to play back in Scotland. Yeah. And look, where's Johnny? He's still here. Still here. So, uh, I wouldn't read much into any of this, but uh, you know, time will tell. Time will tell all. I I would not. I'll put it this way. I would be absolutely shocked. More shocked than I was when Sporting KC transferred Dom Dwyer to Orlando City. I would be orders of magnitude more shocked if SKC moved Alan Polito this offseason. Yeah, it would feel really weird, right? And I, I I mean, that if that happened, then that's them saying, God is the guy. Like, it's his team. Take mm-hmm. over. Uh, I just don't, That's I don't a big risk. see that right now, you know? That's a big risk, as we talked about last week. Agata yeah. is great. I love Agata. Agata is one of my favorite, if not my favorite player on Sporting Kansas City right now. Frees up a lot of size, money, though. It does, but is the sample size big enough 
to hand a Gata the keys if you want to be a true MLS Cup contender next year. If you have Polito as 1A and Agata as 1B, I'm confident that we can score two-plus goals in almost every oh. game next year. Wait, when Agata single-handedly uh, eliminates Seattle from the playoffs on Sunday, it'll be a great day. <laughs> <laughs> so we're recording this Tuesday night, I think in, what, like 40 minutes? Did I say uh, Saturday? Seattle. Sunday, right? Yeah, that's Sunday. Um, Seattle kicks off against FC Cincinnati. And so, depending on the result of that game, we you know this could be real interesting for Seattle's playoff chances because even though they were the first ever MLS team to win CONCACAF Champions League earlier this year, they've kind of been battling with that Champions League curse where currently yeah. they're they're you know as of this recording they're sitting on thirty nine points. They're six points out of a playoff spot with just three games left. Yeah, they're so, done. Not making it. They got even be... winning two games like ties them for that last playoff spot, and it's like things have to happen there. I don't, they're mm-hmm. not in control because we we got them. We got them this week. They're weekend. not in control. Minnesota's in control. They have they've yeah. played one more game, but they're six games or six points ahead of Seattle. So yeah. If, uh, and let's see who does Minnesota play these last couple of games. We got uh, <laughs> San Jose and Vancouver. Yeah. Should Minnesota good, wins right? one of those and 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 they're in. So it's uh it's not looking great. For uh, the kings of CONCACAF, if you will, Seattle Sounders. But uh, but yeah, I I don't think there's anything other than maybe one day Alan Polito might go back to finish his career with Chivas. Um, I just, I don't see this happening. It's, it's not a thing. So, I agree. Now, let's talk about Sporting Kansas City versus the Seattle Sounders here on Sunday. Um, Seattle is not going to be eliminated by Sunday. Almost certainly. Um, I, I, you know, I guess technically if they lose to FC Cincinnati, it will make it a lot harder for them to make the playoffs, but it won't eliminate them. Even if they lose tonight, there still could be mathematically some shenanigans that happen and they find themselves in, Is that for um, real? Now, like if they lose FC Cincinnati, I mean, it's in Seattle. If they lose to FC Cincinnati, they're still six points out of that final playoff spot, but they're level. Uh, uh, so they could level on points if Minnesota and then get if Minnesota drops out. their last two games. Yeah, and gotcha. Minnesota's uh, win differential is thirteen, and Seattle would be at fourteen. Okay, so they would have the tiebreaker. I'm, I'm in spoiler mode, and that can be very fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh 100 percent. if if seattle don't get a result against cincinnati or don't win against cincinnati we could eliminate them on sunday absolutely and i'm all about it i'm all about it at this point i just want to be i want to spoil things for other people uh if i can't have the goods then i want to make sure other people can't have it either so uh but since we are eliminated what do you want to see in terms of a lineup on sunday like I, I think we've seen that there's see, been some promise from players in the last few weeks, but do you want to see more of the young guys? Do you want to see more of Agata and Tommy, a combination of all the above? What do you think? Dude, I don't want to see the young guys. I know everyone's thinking that, but I still want to have them put on a show and still get results. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it is showing out for the fans. I mean, this isn't some you know last two minutes of the game and you bring in your freshmen. You know, you bring in your walk-ons or whatever. You sure. don't, 
I don't know. And I know it's different, but to, when you're there for the fans, you don't want to, you also don't want to hurt your, your main guys. You don't want that risk. So I don't know oh, what Peter's going to do. I don't know when he's going to pull the plug on the big money players and play the kids, but I hope he yeah. doesn't because I like, I like hooping and hollering. I like getting, getting wild. So I'm certainly not a uh, throw all the kids in there. Jake Davis, you know, whoever, um and he might he very he, he, he very well might he might here's what i'd rather do i'd rather see in my opinion and and we got to this a question later that we'll talk about but that's asking who would you bring back next year that maybe is out of contract this year there's nothing that andre ufantas or ec matt marin can do in these last couple of games for me to convince me that what we've seen over the course of this year isn't a more representative sample of what their abilities are. Fontas has had one good year compared to whatever it is, three or four subpar years. The one good year last year was the outlier. Outlier. EC has not lived up to the value of his contract. So for me, both of those, one of them's out of contract, one of them has an option, cut bait. I don't care. Okay. I don't need to see what they have in the last couple of games. I'd rather see Robbie Volader and Courtney Ford back there at center back. Let me so. see what Volader and Courtney Ford can do. See what you got. Try to get a little bit better of an understanding of them two, maybe as a pairing or of what their individual abilities are as center backs. So you know more going into this offseason. Am I looking at acquiring two starting center backs for next year and I got a couple of depth pieces? Or do I have a guy or two who I feel confident enough in that if they were one or both of them were my starting center backs next year, I'm okay with it, and then I need to go get some depth on the back line? That's the biggest question for me. So okay. that's what I want to see. I also wouldn't mind seeing Caden Pierre continue to get more more playing time because I think he's been doing real well and, and just um, continuing to learn on the job. So I think that's fine. Yeah. Um, but... You know. I can get down with all that. I, I have zero pushback on what you just said. It makes sense. But, you know, Agata, Shally, Russell up top. want to see that. I wouldn't mind seeing, like, Felipe, Eric Tommy, and Remy Voltaire as the midfield trio. And then, yeah, Caden, uh, Courtney Ford, Robbie Volader, and um, Ndenbe, if he can, uh, in front of Pulse Camp. I wish there was some sort of salty bone in Peter's body. And he's like, you know what? I hate Seattle and I want to smash them. So I'm going to put out, <laughs> I'm going to put out the best strategy, the best lineup, and I'm going to smash them and keep them from getting in the playoffs. Like I, it's personal, right? Like mm -hmm. I feel like it should be personal because we have this kind of weird rivalry with Seattle. that has been brewing the last few years or so. And I hate them. I think you're starting to hate them and just, Take them out. Put them out of their misery. Shut those fans up that think they are everything. I know you got a very good friend who is a very big Seattle person. He sounds mm -hmm. annoying. So <laughs> shut him up. <laughs> shut them down. Yeah. I got a few uh, few friends who are Seattle fans. and yeah. They oh, can, my. They can get some kind of way about the Sounders. Right? Does anyone ever tell you, like, you're annoying as a Sporting KC person? Does anyone oh, ever sure. shut you down? Let's do your face. Probably. Uh, I, in some of the like Discord chats I'm in, yeah, I've had friends say it to me. Oh, okay, you've been told but, to chill out, huh? 
Yeah, well, just because, I mean, I, I'll get a little obnoxious in the private chat just when I, you know, especially if it's okay. against Seattle or, or whatnot. I'll be like, hey, look who it is. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> so, but, but you know, it's it's more, I would say, it's every opposite gets an e- or every reaction gets an equal and opposite reaction, right? Mm. So if I got Sounders fans in the chat room that are being obnoxious Sounders fans, I got to balance that a little bit. You got to balance it out and uh, go in there and just let them know. Timbers are better, I guess. <laughs> one of them, one of them talked shit about Willie Agata when we signed in, making fun of that signing. And yeah, hey, wow, look what happened? Yeah, welcome to missing the playoffs, you clowns. That's kind of what I think. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. I th- I think I think Sporting Kansas City are going to go out on Sunday and get a win, which means when if it doesn't happen, people are going to point back to that and say it's my fault. But I feel like we've well, we've sort of. <laughs> you know, moved away from the Jimmy curse a little bit, you know, well, it's if, the final home game too. Right. So like, I feel like right. they're going to want to show out and, yes. and I hope, I really do hope we get to see the main guys in there. And on a good note, you went from yeah. losing five straight home games to winning five straight home games. Yes. And strong. It's important. Uh, I think for the fan morale, for, for them to continue selling tickets for next year, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, Right. I'm sure people are on the fence about even renewing uh, season tickets or anything sure. like that. So, man, there were people I'm sure were canceling their season tickets halfway through this year. I'm never going to renew. Fire the code. Blah blah blah. Now there's, I saw. Let me ask you this. I saw this online. Forgive me. I don't remember who it was. It was a while ago. Some people said they would rather end strong, like Sporting KC's ending now. No one, we're not going to make the playoffs, but have it being excited and looking forward to what we have going for us next year. As opposed to making the playoffs like we've done in the years past, but kind of limping in and falling down the standings and then not and feeling good early. and then knowing that you're going to lose in the first or second round. Like, I think there's some merit to being like, we got pieces to build for next year and, uh, and, and we maybe have found something here. True. But it's also, it's going to come to a lot of the, uh, a lot of off season work from the guys, right? Like staying yeah. fit. Uh, how often are they going to have a soccer ball at their feet training uh, when they're not, training you know right uh they're gonna keep lifting weights get stronger on the ball and stuff like that so I, i'm excited to see that kind of stuff because i remember hearing graham zussi talk a while back how it was just non-stop in the offseason like he worked so hard to keep up his flexibility and and stay lean and yeah. it's like man getting getting up there in his age like he's not old by any means but he's soccer standards he's up there he's old for the yeah. for the amount of running he does he's up right. there right so I don't know. I'm excited to 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 see the game. I think Sporting KC will show out. I think they're gonna they're gonna want to um, put on a show for the fans. I hope the fans show out. Like this yeah. year has sucked. We all know it sucks. Um, I think nobody is more upset about it than the players themselves, probably. Especially looking at what this team's done over the last couple of months, and the players probably more than anybody are being like, "Yeah, this is who we are as a team." And if we if if we somehow were able to sneak into the playoffs by just a single point, I feel like they'd have all the confidence in the world to be like, we can make a run and win this thing because that's how good they're playing right now. Not a doubt in my mind. If we would have snuck in to that final playoff spot, like those are the dangerous teams, dude, that go on a run at the end like that. Those are those Seattle's that have done it in the past, the Mm -hmm. Columbus, you know, it's been, that would have been crazy, but it wasn't our year and I'm ready for this. uh, I don't want to say rebuild, but uh, a little restructuring and 
starting hot next year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm hopeful. I, I think there is a lot to be optimistic about in 2023. Um, I still think this team could look pretty different, especially defensively next year. I'm really interested to see the moves that Peter Vermees and his technical uh, technical staff make in this offseason. Uh, Sporting KC, I, I think this is the other thing that some fans maybe underestimate. We haven't really undergone a rebuild. We've undergone sort of like slow and steady transformations. And if you look at the core of the team now, yeah, it's not the same as the core of the team five, six years ago. But it wasn't like all of a sudden, okay, we dismantled the team, had a couple of bad years, and then rebuilt it, you know, like you would see in a football team or a baseball team or basketball team. It was, okay, let me bring in this piece here. Let me bring in that piece here. And over time, it's, oh, suddenly now the core of this team is uh, Daniel Shallowy, Johnny Russell, Remy Voltaire, um, Felipe Hernandez making himself known. Now suddenly you have Agata, Polito, Gadi Kinda, Eric Tommy. It's been, and I think that trend is going to continue this offseason where it's like, okay, let's let's bring in a couple of pieces to fill the holes that we have. There's going to be a lot of familiar pieces next year and a couple of new ones. And if things hit right, this team's going to be dangerous. So, yeah, hundred percent. We'll see. We shall see. Games at four, man. That's uh, you know, fan appreciation day. So, no fees, no fees no for tickets. Fees. No fees. <laughs> I, w- I wish they would have maybe just discounted tickets a little bit more. But <laughs> right. Not just no fees, but uh, uh secondhand tickets right now are pretty affordable. So pretty affordable. I look. Hey, if you're listening and you're on the fence about going, show up, support the team, show that you're here thanking them for getting through a really shitty year that they probably feel worse about than anybody and show them that, Hey, we're still here for you. Um, we love you and we'll be back next season stronger than ever, man. Show so. up just to, just to potentially be the nail in Seattle's coffin. Oh, just to great. say you were there when it happened and you great. can point and you can laugh and call them names. Like it just mm-hmm. sounds like a blast. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, let's get to some of these questions here. Uh, it was Pacific Northwest SKC supporters. They were the ones who said, how hard are you guys rooting for Cincy to beat Seattle so that SKC can be the ones to officially be the Brock Lesnar to Seattle's Undertaker-like playoff streak? That'd be great. I mean, I, it's just Cincinnati's bad too, right? So, Yeah. They, I, I they continue down. They say, do we have to eat Skyline Chili if FC Cincinnati wins? Uh, these are confusing times. Also, hashtag we all hate Seattle. <laughs> Why does everyone hate Skyline Chili? What is this? It, look, do you know what Skyline Chili is? Yeah, I've made it before. I made chili on top of spaghetti with a shit ton of cheese and onions. Now you probably use vegan cheese or whatnot. And like but, cocoa powder, right? I mean, I look. Isn't there like cocoa chili. powder in the chili? M- maybe. I don't know. I like chili. I like spaghetti. There's never been a time where I've been eating either of those individually and been like, you know what would make this better? If I just take this one complete dish and put this on top of this other complete dish. Hey, don't knock it unless you try it, man. I I did the same thing. I was like, I like ramen. I like pizza. I'm going to put ramen on pizza. That no, was a didn't. night, I tell you that. No, you didn't. <laughs> oh, yes, I there did. Were, there were, I was like, were why there, did I do this? Were there some things consumed before the ramen pizza? Oh, Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Okay, that's what that's what happened. Hundred <laughs> percent. It's was, always the not, best idea. Yeah, this was not just Dan sitting there, you know, on a random Tuesday at five thirty <laughs> after work, being like, "What am no. I going to make for dinner?" I think I'm going to make ramen pizza. 
no, we we were in Chicago and I, it was just uh, it was a time. But hey, you know, things like that happen, man. How do you think geniuses become geniuses? They hey. try things. That's Aaron Rodgers. He said he went down to Machu Picchu and drank his ayahuasca tea to connect with his ancestors. So don't ever use Aaron Rodgers to make a point. <laughs> I mean, you got the Aaron Rodgers hair. I do, don't I? I just need the wife beater and the beard. He's uh he's cut it off now, the hair. Actually, you're not supposed to call it a wife beater anymore, no, are you? That's just it's just not. so easy to say. Undershirt it's just, is we've said is it, it for many, many years. Yeah, that doesn't And make it's it like right. Well yeah. No, it doesn't, but they obviously things flow off your tongue and you're like, shit, no, that's not okay. That's not yeah. There's a lot of things that you, you know language is crazy. It, language so. is nuts. <laughs> language is crazy. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Uh, Connor Bateman, do you think both Fontas or EC will be gone next season or will one of the two be back? If both are back, we are in for a long season. Time to get more value out of our center backs. Oh boy. Probably. So, I mean, who stays if you got to pick one? Uh, oh God, I guess if you have to pick one, it's going to be EC because you can just pick up the option and you don't have to sign him to a whole new contract. I don't know, man. Was EC defender of the year? Damn it. It's true. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> you can't get so. rid of the defender of the year. <laughs> I think they'll both be gone, honestly. Big, big so. guns, Fontas. You think he's going to be gone? Listen here, listen here. I was at the Casey Current guns. K- I said guns because here's what I'm about to say. Casey Current, Current game on Sunday, and sure enough, I see Andre Fontas, and I know what you're thinking. Did you look at his arms? The answer is yes. Guns. I absolutely guns. checked him out. The man has got veins in his biceps. It's wild. Yeah, he's uh, I don't know how we didn't notice this until more recently. Um, nah, he's secret jacked, yo, secret, and the secret's out. <laughs> secret, secret jacked. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know, man. It's uh, I don't see either of them back. So, we shall see. Well, let's cry. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Alex Brown says. What current SKC player is most likely to make a World Cup roster spot in 2026? And he says, for the record, my money would be on Willie Agata, considering his age, talent level, and player pool for Nigeria. Uh, huh. That's not a bad choice, honestly. That'd be cool. Uh, I think if Willie Agata continues to play on the level that he is, and Nigeria has some serious... Uh, retooling to do themselves after missing the 2022 World Cup. So it's certainly possible that if Agata continues to produce at the level that he's produced over these last however many games, that, yeah, he could definitely be representing Nigeria at the 2026 World Cup, assuming they make yeah. it. That'd be um, wild. You know, Marino's Chinese is doing some stuff with Cyprus. I'm not saying they're yeah. going to qualify for World Cup, but he's Cyprus would scoring have to goals for them. And- That's tough. And look, you don't know how somebody like Logan and Denve is going to continue to develop over the next, you know, four, five years. I mean, he's represented Belgium at the U21 level. Uh, it's certainly possible that if he continues to develop, has a couple good years, makes a move back to Europe, you might see somebody like him at the World Cup in 2026. Yeah. So, sure. uh, yeah, I mean, I would say Agata and Denve probably have the, the best chances because if you look at some of the other guy, like, I don't know. Felipe Hernandez, I, I don't think there's probably a high likelihood he breaks in. You never know with a young guy like Caden Pierre. Maybe he can continue to make some noise and and move into some of the U.S. youth national team um, 
games and whatnot because he's only 19 years old. Um, who knows? I just, uh, I don't know. I think it's probably Agata or Ndenbe. Probably so. Uh, really didn't want to even talk about national teams since USA has us all so oh pumped for the World Cup, you know? Oh, my God. Techno so Viking. Kev Mendo says, uh, is there a U.S. men's national team panic level or are we just at the dude at September and there was no one in the stadium and Greg has cool shoes mode where we're happy that everybody but Reina <laughs> made it out mostly unscathed? Bad um, deal, man. Bad deal. I don't know if I'm hitting the full panic button, but I'm not confident. I mean, who? I'm glad I didn't take time to watch the game Tuesday no. because it was a one o'clock game and and totally watchable. But a nil nil draw, like what? What is that? A nil nil draw against Saudi Arabia, or you could have woken up for a seven a.m. kickoff against Japan last Friday and watched us lose two zero. I was up for that. It was seven thirty actually, but uh, oh, I did I'm not. Sorry. No, I didn't watch <laughs> it. I was just up for work, obviously. But the uh, it's it's just these are the games to get the players tuned up and also to get the fans pumped up mm-hmm. and boy, Oh boy. I don't think either of those things are, are, are true. Like they, neither of those things happen. What's Saudi Arabia even ranked, man? Uh, I don't know that they are. I, they're not in the top 50 as I'm scrolling through right now. Yeah. I oh, mean, they are that's... 53. There you go. At least Japan was like top 20. Yeah, you want to know uh, how the U.S. men's national team has done in their last seven matches against teams going to the World Cup this year? Japan's 24, sorry. Uh, How? What? Oh, they haven't been good at all. They have won one of their last seven games against teams going to the 2022 World Cup. They beat Morocco 3-0 in their other six games against Saudi Arabia, Japan, Uruguay, Costa Rica, Mexico, and Canada. You want to know what their total combined goals scored is in those six games? What was that? Zero. Zero. Zero goals in in six of the last seven games against World Cup teams. Start finding your secondary team now, Jimmy. I'm ordering a Belgium Kevin De Bruyne jersey (laughs) as we speak. (laughs) I'm I'm not, like I said, I'm not hitting full panic mode. I've never been a big Greg Bearhalter fan. I don't think he's the right guy to take this team where it needs to go. Uh, I think... Uh, he is not the tactical genius that some people think he is. I think he thinks he's a better tactical genius than he is. He tries to play Pep Guardiola-style soccer, which you can't do with these players who are coming in, playing with each other for two weeks at a time, and then leaving. Uh, I think we have a very talented team, and I think a better coach could get more from this team than Greg Berhalter could. I wouldn't be surprised if we make it out of the group stage. I also wouldn't be surprised if we don't win a game at the World Cup. It's tough, man. Well, this thing kicks off in like, two months mm-hmm. so it's not great pretty crazy to think about uh you want to you gonna take some time off work come up to the we go up to power and light together huh man we'll see hell we'll i think see. they have one game on uh black friday yeah that'd be a good time we'll see uh, we got a couple of casey current questions here and so before we we get to those uh you were out there i was out of town but you were out there at that game when they clinched their uh, their playoff berth at Children's Mercy uh, Park. Yeah, they scored five goals right in front of me. Two were disallowed, but <laughs> Two five freaking goals on our side. It was amazing. The other side, zero goals. Sorry about it. You got no goals on that side. It was uh, it was awesome. 
Lola Bonta, CC Kaiser, and Claire Lavalje. Yeah, all got and they were on all the score sheet. fantastic goals. Lola Bonta just takes a touch right outside the box and just lasers it. And mm -hmm. I'm like, this little firecracker of a woman, she is so badass. Not to mention yeah. her celebrations are just top notch. It's like incredible. she just have they're having fun, you know. It's incredible. Uh, Kev Mendo asked who has the better celebrations, uh, the Casey Current or NFL players. And I mean, I think well, right now, Casey I mean, Current, NF pretty NFL players. You, you know, you gotta be careful. You, you get flagged if you use the ball or the goalpost or something. You know, not as much anymore. They they, they loosened right? it a little bit. You can't dunk it anymore. But you know, Tyreek Hill used to get a penalty for peace sign. You know, <laughs> yeah, he did. I mean, you had. Packers wide receivers pretending like they were pouring psychedelic tea to all the players and then they were falling down like they got knocked out from doing psychedelic drugs as their celebration last week. Oh my so, god. Yeah. So they've loosened that's, it quite a bit. But... Yeah, that's a little that's a little much, huh? No, it's definitely it's it's about who's having fun. And this mm -hmm. Kansas City current team is just they play their best when they're having fun. Were they having fun when they got their asses kicked in Chicago? I doubt it. I doubt that was a very fun game for them. But they they yeah. just kicked it off this past game with, God, dude, they they would give the ball away every now and then. They sometimes they'd give it away too easily, but they always got it back real freaking fast. Mm -hmm. I was like, damn, this uh, Washington's really got pretty good defense. And then we'd have the ball back. It yeah. was so wild. But we had possession. Like I would have loved to see the possession numbers. Yeah, I mean, look, the current man. When they're firing on all cylinders, they're good. And they have a big game on Sunday against Racing Louisville, I believe. Is it Sunday? I just said Sunday. Yeah. I think I'm – it is Sunday, uh, right? It's – it's no. uh, no, not – what? Not no, it's Sunday. Saturday night. SK, Saturday night. I was getting uh, SKC and the current schedule mixed yeah. up. Saturday, Saturday night, night Louisville, who just lost Louisville. one of their strikers to a season-ending injury. So that's a, that's a pretty big deal. A win gets – Kansas City at least a home playoff game and at first least... place is still not out of the question. You're right. So they could finish anywhere from first to fifth, which is yeah. wild. They they at least get a home playoff game with third or fourth. Now that won't get you a second home playoff game if you win, because then you'll have to go face those higher seeds that got a buy. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? You'll go play them. But uh, a buy is still attainable, but you got to mm -hmm. get, you know, Portland has to lose. Help. OL Rain should lose. But uh, I think a three seed is absolutely good enough. And they would have a home playoff game like the 16th of October, something like that. I believe so. Yeah. OL Rain plays uh, at home against uh, the Orlando Pride. The Thorns are on the road against Gotham FC. Oh, so, God. So they both should win. Neither of those easily. teams are great. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Gotham's been knows? real bad. Yeah, Gotham has a minus 30 goal differential. Uh, Orlando has a minus 20. That's the second worst goal differential in the league. So, yeah. So let's let's work. Let's lock on that third place because first and hey, second. Home let's game. just let's not count on first or second here. So just win the game. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So look, it's it's an exciting time to be a Casey Current fan. Uh, last question we'll get to is uh, from our guy, Kevin Lopez, SKC Fan TV. He goes, what are your odds on the Kansas City current lifting that sweet, sweet trophy this year? Ooh, it's tough, right? It, they got to get on that feel-good moment. They got to yeah. uh, get the momentum going because I was excited to see how they would bounce back from that Chicago thumping. Mm -hmm. And they did. And so that's a good sign. 
if they do great at Louisville, that could be a good sign too, man. I, I don't know. You hate to, you kind of want to go one step at a time. Like, cool. Playoffs are great, but can they do it all? Yeah. I don't really know. I don't know either. Portland's a damn good team. Portland's so good to when they came to town. I was like, let's just draw them. Let's just, let's just tie them. You know, it's, <laughs> I'm okay with the point. Let's get it done. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's possible. What are the odds? I don't know. I don't know what the odds are. It's certainly possible. Kansas city could go on a run and they could end up winning the NWSL hands down. But the good teams in the, in the NWSL are really good. It's really tight atop yeah. that league. So any, Do you what, know they have the any, final... any of the playoff teams could win it. Yeah. They're, they're having the final, the final locations already like decided. I think it's in DC. I don't think the top seed hosts the final. Really? I think so. Uh, Chris me- messaged me and was like, "Hey, want to go to the NWSL final in DC?" And I was like, "What?" So huh. there you go. That's pretty weird, right? It, it's like I didn't it's realize that like a Super Bowl thing. Like it's a predetermined venue, right? I know it's in October, but it's uh, yeah, it's gonna be at Audi Field. Yeah, on October 29th. Yep. So hey, pretty wild, right? But. Look, man, it's an exciting time to be a current fan. Get on the train. It's pretty Get cool. Get on. If you're not on the train, you are missing out. If you're one of those dinguses that are, like, commenting on Twitter, like, oh, who are the KC current? Get with the program. Yeah. Like, if you're just yeah. – if you're some Chiefs bro that is just, like, Chiefs or nothing, man, like, come on. Don't put yeah. down women's sports. This is a fantastic organization to be a part of, and it's a hell of a lot of fun. Absolutely. So, looking forward to talking more KC current in the future – uh but uh good stuff coming out of there so i think that's about all we got this week my friend you got anything else hey slow week makes for a little bit of a shorter episode and uh man just just hoping we can put the nail in seattle's coffin this sunday for sure for sure well thank you all so much for listening even on a bye week we appreciate you uh make sure you leave that five star rating and review if you have not yet done so we appreciate it uh, check us out on Twitter and Instagram at NoOtherPod, at Dan Kuzer, at JCMax03. Shoot us an email, NoOtherPod at gmail.com. But until next time, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch y'all later. See ya. KC, baby. Yeah.